Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And a good afternoon, everybody. If you are on the West Coast, if you're on the East Coast, a good evening. Grant Napier on Little Rowan. It is an open form Wednesday. We can talk about ever you want. I'll tell you, though, we're going to talk about the Kings first and foremost. I mean, last night, they lose again on their home floor. Their home portion of their season is over with only 16 wins. I mean, what a freaking embarrassment. I mean, there's no other way to say it. 16 wins on your home floor. I mean, how bad is that? By the way, I'm doing my show in a public place today, so if there's a little background noise, we'll get through it. Uh, would love your phone calls today, so hit me up. Just hit the hand icon. I'll put you up on stage, and we will do that. No other way to really say it. 16 wins, okay, out of 41 on your home floor is an embarrassment. It's just all there is to it. I mean, even when the Kings used to be really bad, and I know that seems like every year, but even when they were really bad in the – Late 80s, the 90s, up until the Kings really got good in 98, 99, with the exception of the 96 season. The one thing you could count on, okay, was the Kings playing well at home. They they weren't going to the playoffs, but they were playing well at home. Now the Kings are an embarrassment at home. I mean, how many times do you walk out of the Golden 1 Center and you're like, man, I didn't get my money's worth, right? You're upset. You feel like you got ripped off. You want your money back. It happens. 16 wins, though, out of 41. Think about how bad that is. Every single freaking year, 16 wins, 15 wins, 20 wins. I mean, not even close to winning half their games at the Golden 1 Center. And I know there's a lot of optimism, but I don't see the optimism as much as others. I really don't. I do like what I see in Davion Mitchell. I think this Sabonis trade is going to be good. I think, you know, listen, it goes without saying they have two years to build a team around him or he's going to leave in all likelihood. So, you know, all of that is the unknown right now. You don't know what Sabonis is going to do in two years, but you don't worry about that now. You worry about that in two years and you put a good team around him. All right. But 16 wins on your home floor, two road wins. The Kings have 29 games or 29 wins on the year. I mean, that's brutal. Absolutely brutal. All right, round one of the Masters tomorrow. All eyes will be on Tiger Woods at Augusta. Could you imagine, seriously, the scene at Augusta on Saturday if Tiger Woods is on the leaderboard? I mean, if he's on the first or second page of the leaders, can you imagine what the weekend's going to be like in Augusta? Absolutely unfreaking believable It would be an incredible feat for Tiger Woods to make the cut. 
uh, in this tournament. So, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. It's an open forum Wednesday. We can talk about whatever you want. Uh, if you want to talk about NFL, we can do that. Uh, in the East, boy, what a battle for uh, second place. Miami looks like they're going to be the number one seed. But you have three teams fighting it out for the second seed with Boston, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee. And that's going to go right down uh, to game 82. All right, game 82. Um, I talked about on my rant today, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who criticizes LeBron James on Sunday, then on Monday goes on Sirius XM NBA radio and talks about LeBron James, like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He didn't mean to criticize him. Yeah, you did mean to criticize him. Don't tell, don't come on and, at 24 hours later and say you didn't mean to criticize him. You did mean to criticize him, and you did criticize him. And by the way, I think your criticism is justifiable. But don't come out 24 hours later and say, you know, your intent was not to criticize him. Yeah, it was. Your intent was to criticize him. I mean, how could it be taken any other way? You criticized him. The intent was to criticize him. And... I don't even know why he felt it was necessary to apologize. Did somebody get in his ear? That's what I think happened. You know, I really do. I think someone got to Kareem and said, listen, you need to go and make this right. All right. Now's not the time, you know, make it, make it better. He goes on serious XM radio and gives an apology. I mean, what a weak culture we're living in. Seriously. If you're worried about criticizing someone, then don't criticize them. All right. And then don't criticize someone and then come out 24 hours later and say you didn't mean to criticize them. Yeah, you did. You criticized them. Of course you did. I mean, it's the same thing with Hub Arkish. You know, in December when he attacked Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's what he did. He attacked him. Then he profusely apologizes. And I mean, don't. Then, don't criticize someone if you're going to apologize. The only way I think an apology would be justifiable here is if you criticize him based on what you think are facts and you find out that the facts were incorrect, then you would apologize. But Kareem gave an opinion. He talked about LeBron and he said that his acts quote, were, quote, embarrassing. Some of his acts were, quote, embarrassing and, quote, beneath him. Well, you know, you... Don't apologize. Don't come out 24 hours later and give me an apology. I don't want to hear it. All right? You criticized him. You meant it. Uh, and, again, I feel it's justifiable, but that's just where I'm sitting. Uh, I don't understand this. I really don't. You know, what? What? how could Hub Arkish possibly backtrack on what he said about Aaron Rodgers? It's right there. It's in black and white. There's no gray area there. All right. So what do you think about that? Hit me up. Give me your phone calls today. I want to hear from you on this open form Wednesday. Anything else that you want to talk about, uh, we will do it. Two games left for the Kings. Uh, will they win 30 games? They probably will because the Clippers and the Suns have absolutely nothing to play for. So I could see I could see the Kings winning one of those two games. Not that that means anything. You know, you're, you're having a – there's no other way to say it, folks. This has been an awful season. There's just no other way to say it. It's been an awful season. Again, attendance has been bad team has been bad you could make the argument that the team is in neutral right now you could also make the argument they're getting a little better based on some of the moves they've made I don't think you can make the argument necessarily that their team is worse in April 
than it was in October. I mean, I guess you could make that argument, but I think they're a little bit better. You know, I think having Sabonis, a legitimate all-star, you know, I'm still not sold on Fox as being that guy. Uh, Mitchell has looked good. He's only going to get better. You know, he's just completing his rookie year. But you could make the argument the Kings are a better team now than they were in October. But most teams should be able to say that after a lot of practice and, you know, a couple of moves here and there. Another huge offseason. How, how, well, we say that every year, don't we? And again, we won't know where the Kings are going to be in the lottery until we have the drawing of the ping pong balls. But right now, it looks like they're going to be seventh. All right? So it looks like they're going to be seven. So you'll find out a little bit later next month. You'll get the lottery, and you'll find out where the Kings are going to be either six or seven. But bottom line, it's been a terrible year. You know, you're not going to win 30 games, and if you do, you're going to win just 30. So you go 30 and 52. 30 wins, 52 losses. I mean, that's embarrassing. It's terrible. Every freaking year. The Kings have not made the playoffs since 2006. Were you even alive in 2006? What were you doing in 2006? Do you remember what you were doing in 2006? Do you know who the president of the United States was in 2006? Do you, what, like, I mean, think about 2006 for a minute. Seriously, an entire generation of Kings fans, an entire generation has not seen the Kings in the playoffs. All right, 30 teams in the league, 16 teams make the playoffs every year. And now you even have four more teams with the play-in, and the Kings can't even get into the play-in tournament. I mean, it's brutal. It's embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. It's been an embarrassing season once again. So you're either going to end up with, you know, again, 29 wins, 30 wins, or 31. That's it. You know, there are no other options. You got a game against the Clippers, a game against the Suns to get to 30. And 30 is nothing to get excited about. 30 and 52 is embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. So we're going to talk about that. We got the NFL. Again, we got Kareem's apology to LeBron James. And how about round one tomorrow at Augusta and the Masters? Do you think Tiger Woods is going to make the cut? Yeah. Uh, Fred Couples, by the way, has said that Tiger Woods this week has looked great. Do you think he's going to make the cut? If he makes the cut and is playing Saturday and is near the top of the leaderboard, CBS will have the highest-rated Masters in history. I don't think there's any doubt about that at all. I don't think there's any question about that at all. You will have the highest-rated golf tournament, the highest-rated Masters uh, ever, ever. There's no doubt about that. So we'll see. Round one tomorrow. Again, Tiger Woods. We'll see how his leg holds up. Uh, again, it is a very difficult course to walk. I've walked it uh, not as a player but as a patron. I can't say a fan. You got to call it a patron at Augusta. Uh, it is extremely hilly. There are a lot of undulations. It is a very challenging golf course uh, to walk. So we'll see what happens with Tiger Woods uh, round one tomorrow. But I want to hear from you. All right. You know the routine. Hit your hand icon. You tell me how would you characterize the King season? Would you say it's a failure? I would say it's a failure. Uh, there's no other way you can. It's a bottom line business. You know, your standings tell you where you're at. And the Kings aren't 10th. They're not 11th. They're not 12th. I mean, think about this. Okay. The Kings are only better than the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder in the West. So don't tell me this has been anything other than a failed season. When you're not, if you can't even be 10, all right, you can't even be the top 10 in your conference, there's no other way to characterize it. It's a failed season. 
failed season. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Hand, uh, Give me your uh, hand icon. I'll put you up on stage. I want to hear from you. Open forum Wednesday. We can go in any direction you want. You want to talk NFL and some of the free agent signings. Uh, how about the big contracts? Diggs with Buffalo gets a big deal. You know, you got to wonder what Debo Samuel is going to get, right? I mean, th- think about Debo Samuel. You you could have made the argument he was as valuable as any player uh, in the National Football League last year. So be interesting to see what the deal is with him and when the final numbers come out. Uh, but the 49ers, you know, he was their guy. You know, I think when you look offensively, you know, what he do- does, what George Kittle does. Uh, but, boy, you know, and, and you got to credit Shanahan for the way he used uh, Samuel this year. It was pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable uh, indeed. All right. So, again, hit me up. Open forum Wednesday. We can go in any direction you want. We got baseball starting already. The Yankees and the Red Sox have been postponed because of bad weather, some bad weather in the Northeast. And again, if you want to talk some Major League Baseball, uh, we can do it. Is anybody out there going to be at the Dodgers? Again, we've. I know this as a Yankees fan, you know, having a big payroll and a big lineup doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. All right. I know. Trust me. Uh, the Dodgers look stacked. Their lineup looks absolutely unbelievable. And they are the odds-on favorite to be playing in the World Series in October and winning it all. All right. Now, I did a podcast on this yesterday. And I want to talk about John Fisher, the owner of the Oakland A's. And I want to get into this. So John Fisher, the owner of the A's, is being ripped left and right. And I understand you can rip him for a couple of things. I get that. And because the A's continue to trade away uh, their best players. The same thing happened under Lou Wolf. All right. So let's talk about Fisher. He's been with the organization for 16 years, then became the managing general partner from Lou Wolf. Go look at the A's record and then look at their attendance. So here's my point. And I talked about this on my podcast. I believe an owner has a responsibility, and I really believe it's a civic responsibility to do their best to put a good product onto the field. All right. I believe that is the role of an owner. If you're going to own a team, you need to try to put a good product on the field. And you can say anything you want about John Fisher. You can say, well, you know, he's got Billy Bean. They got a great farm system. Say whatever you want. The bottom line is he's the owner of the team. Okay. And I know he's not around. I know you, you wouldn't even know who he is. I get that. But he is the owner of the Oakland A's. So he's put, okay, as an owner, he's put a good product on the field. All right, they've been in the playoffs. They finished in first place under his tenure a couple of times. They have been a playoff team. They have had a good team. They've had one of the better teams in Major League Baseball. And yet, the A's fans don't show up, okay? Unless the Giants are there in the Bay Bridge Series, unless the Yankees are in town or the Red Sox are in town, the Oakland A's play in front of an empty, empty, empty stadium pretty much night in, night out. All right. And there is no denying that you cannot deny that. So let's get back to John Fisher. You can call him cheap, right? They got one of the lowest payrolls in baseball. They play in a bad ballpark. They have a bad radio deal, uh, pretty much a non-existent radio deal. They don't have a good TV deal. So their income is limited. So what do they need? They need fans in the ballpark, right? Well, how do you get fans in a ballpark? Well, you put a good product on the field. John Fisher has done that. Now people are going to blame the Coliseum. Stop blaming the Coliseum, would you please? I know it's not the uh, you know Taj Mahal, but you know it's not that bad. 
I've gone to many a bowl games at the Coliseum, and I don't sit there and go, I'm not coming back because of the stadium. That's just me. All right, yes, they need a new ballpark. We get that. But, again, I want to go back to Fisher. He puts a good product on the field, okay? He puts a good product on the field. He puts a winning product on the field. He puts a product on the field that has gone to the playoffs. All right, he's gone to the playoffs. And yet the fans do not support the Oakland A's. So then when he trades his best players, everybody bitches and moans that the guy is cheap. Well, I got to tell you, if I own the Oakland A's and I put a good product on the field pretty much year in, year out like he's done, and nobody goes to see my team, I'm going to do the same thing he's doing. Why would I want to waste my money? Why would I want to lose money by spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on his all-star caliber players when nobody's coming to watch? I've always said this about an owner in pro sports. An owner's responsibility is to put a good product on the field, on the court, whatever the case may be. And if you put a good product onto the field or the court and fans do not show up, then you've done your job. Conversely, if you are like Vivek Ranadive and you have put a horrible product on the court in Sacramento year after year after year, and now fans have decided they're not going to go to the games anymore, well, you need to look in the mirror. That's on the owner. But in the A's case, I I disagree with the criticism that John Fisher is getting as it pertains to trading away his best players and not giving them the huge deals. Why would John Fisher want to give a huge deal to his players when the fans aren't coming out to watch him? What what the hell? It's business, right? It's business. You know, you, you need it's supply and demand. You know, Ace fans need to show that they're going to support the team. And maybe, and, and you know what, maybe Fisher wouldn't spend money even then. I don't know the answer to that question. I only deal with facts. I only deal with reality. And the reality is very simple. The reality is the A's fan base is non-existent. They have their 10,000 loyal fans. And I'm, I'll tell you, I know a lot of A's fans, and they are as loyal as can be. Like, they're insanely loyal almost like crazy loyal, but they're, they are few and far between. They're few and far between. So I want to get your take on that. Do you think Fisher has done his part as owner? I believe he has. I believe he has. I know one thing, if you're a Kings fan, you, you would definitely take John Fisher's record of being in the playoffs. I can guarantee you that. You know, the Kings haven't been in the playoffs in 2006, and they don't show any signs of improvement. And yet, right, fans aren't going to the games now. Well, that's on the the front office and the ownership. That's who that's on. That's not on the fans. Fans have done their part. Fans were showing up every single night. Fans are paying a ton of money. Fans are paying 50 freaking dollars to buy a pizza at the game. Fans are paying what? How much does it cost to buy a beer now at the game? All right? Fans are doing their part. They did their part, and now they're going to spend their money elsewhere. So I I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I think it's very simple economics. Owner puts a good product on the field. Fans don't go. Then to me, that owner should be able to pick up and move his team. And if the A's move, the uh, A's fans can't be bitching and complaining. It's on them. They didn't support the team. Support the team, and maybe, maybe it's a different story. Now, I know you could make the argument the Warrior fans supported the Warriors and they moved to San Francisco. Good point. Okay. You could make the argument the Raiders fans supported the Raiders 
and they moved to Las Vegas. Kind of a different story in the NFL compared to the Major League Baseball. But what I will tell you is Ace fans have no one to blame but themselves. No one to blame but themselves. All right? You you, you can bitch and complain all you want about an owner not spending money. Well, why spend money if he's not making money? He's not making money because you're not going to the games. All right? You want you want the team to do well? You want the team to stay? You want a new ballpark? Go to the games. Show your support. You don't do that. You don't do that. You can't even get a radio deal. You're in the market of the Bay Area, and you couldn't even get a radio deal. You know, I can tell you from working at the station in Sacramento, I mean, literally, the A's were, like, begging them to carry the games. I mean, seriously. I mean, it, it, you're a Major League Baseball team, and you can't even get a radio station to carry your games? Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, how bad is that? It's awful. It really is. Absolutely awful. So, again, if you want to talk about any of those things, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Open Form Wednesday. I got my Kareem apology uh, apology out there. I did on my rant. I got the podcast yesterday. Uh, next week, we're going to get into the NFL draft. We're going to start talking about, you know, where you where the top picks are going to be this year. I'll have uh, some NFL and draft experts on. So we'll get into the draft. I got some other guests lined up. Uh, that will be coming up uh, next week. So, again, it's your turn, man. I want to hear from you on this open forum Wednesday. Just hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. And, again, as far as the Kings go, I don't see there's any other way to break it down. Uh, it has been a bad, bad year, period. Been a bad year. I, I, you could call it embarrassing. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, it's definitely not been good. It has not been good. I mean, you're, gonna, you're not going to – you may not win 30 games. And you only have 16 wins on your home floor? Come on now. Come on now. I mean, that's worse than last year, right? It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. No other way to say it. Brutal, brutal, brutal. All right, let's get to some phone calls. We get the show rolling here, and we are going to uh, check in with John once he hits his uh, microphone icon, and we'll get him right on. We will. Uh, there we go. John, what's going on today, buddy? How are you? John, you do this to me. John, it's not like rocket science, okay? It's not brain surgery. Hit your little microphone, John, and we'll get you right on. John, you there, buddy? Are you there, buddy? I am here. What's going on, my man? Oh, man. Happy Wednesday. All I can say is happy Wednesday. Is, is it a happy Wednesday, John? If you're a Kings fan, is it a happy Wednesday? I guess it's a happy Wednesday, man, because... You know, for the last 16 years, Happy Wednesday has been Happy Wednesday. I don't know how many times I've said to you, Grant, this is the last time we're getting in the lottery. But again, it's not the case. You know what I mean? Yeah, the lottery should be named after the Kings. It ought to be called the NBA Kings Lottery. You know what I mean? Like, the Kings ought to have a name in the lottery because they're in it every single year. You're absolutely right. Yeah, the dead horse kickers or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're a beauty. What's going on, what man? And it's been, you know, a pretty beautiful week in stock. I don't know where you're at, but this looks like for Florida or California weather out here. And yeah, yeah, but you don't you don't have the humidity. You don't have the humidity. It's going to be hot. It's going to be around 90. You don't have the humidity, though. You know, I no, deal with no. the humidity in Florida, you know, and I got the big bugs and stuff. You don't have the big bugs flying around, but that's yeah. OK. You know, we all have our pros and cons, you know. I know I got the little tiny bugs and I got a little tiny rattlesnake too, which I saw the other day and my cat caught 
a great Ooh. big lizard too. So I guess we're going no forum. You want me to talk about my cats? No, not really. I don't want you to talk about the cats, but I'm glad that they didn't get bit by a rattlesnake. I'll tell you that. Oh, they take care of rattlesnakes. It's amazing. Well, my dog died. Pollard, my dog Pollard, passed away a couple of years ago. I got cats from my sons, from my, and I fell in love with them, and they take care of my garden. I get all my oranges, all my tomatoes. No squirrels or mice, field mice, get any of my garden vegetables. I didn't know I was a cat lover until one of my favorite dogs passed away, Grant. Man. Now, I got to ask you, was your dog named after Scott Pollard by any chance? Yeah. I got him from my neighbor who was a huge King fan. He's a great name. We actually talked about this long ago, maybe before Doug even was on your show. But, yeah. He was my neighbor, named him after Scott Pollard. And when he ended up moving away, I had him for a while and passed him. And it, and it was a great Dane? Yeah. And I you know, Pollard had, Pollard had, yeah, he had great Danes. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, Absolutely, man. He loved his great Danes and stuff. And that's why, uh, that's why uh, the original owner named named him Pollard. It was because of that. And it, you know, kind of an iconic story now that Pollard just won it and he's freaking holding up a trophy. Can you believe it, Grant? Yeah. I know. I cannot I believe it. So you guys, yeah, he's, when you call him, I know you. I know you got his number. You tell him when his biggest fan wears no helmet in Sacramento. Is you know holding up the trophy is happy for him as he is right now. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna do it. Hey, John, listen, man, you have a good one. It's always good hearing from you. You stay safe, all right? Hey, keep your helmet off, Grant, and just roll out of it. <laughs> all right, buddy. I'll see you. Oh my God. Oh, what would a what would a open forum Wednesday be without you know John talking about his dogs or his cats or something else, man? Unfreaking believable. I will tell Scott that Scott is in Cancun right now with the uh, lovely uh, Mrs. Pollard and their son Ison, and uh, he is celebrating the national championship. That was some comeback, boy. That was some comeback. All right, let's get to some more phone calls here on Listen App, and we are going to say hello to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you today? Good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? Oh man, I joined you a little late. I'm looking at some properties up in the up in the hills. I didn't have no cell service, so but I wanted to talk to you. A uh, couple things. So, what do you think about the? Uh, you probably already covered it. The crybaby LeBron not making the playoffs. You think the Kings are going to get more wins than the Lakers now? I do think the Kings are going to get more wins than the Lakers. And uh, as far as the Lakers, I don't know if there's a team in modern history that has been a bigger colossal failure disappointment than the Lakers. I mean, that is embarrassing. You can't finish in the top 10 with that type of roster. And I know they had some injuries, but every team has some injuries. How bad is that? Seriously, that's embarrassing. And they have five all-stars. They got five all-stars. Carmelo, Howard, Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron. Unbelievable. I mean, you got to at least be in the top 10. That is, you want to talk about self-destruction. You want to talk about, and, and you know, everyone outside of LA is laughing their asses off at that. I mean, they really are. They're what a, what a, what a joke. How bad is that? And, and then I listened to the pundits this morning on all the shows and joy. Um, what her brother played for the dolphins. She really was on LeBron, but everybody else was making an excuse. Shannon Sharp, Everybody else was making excuses and saying it wasn't really his fault. 
but she said, uh, look, he's the one who put in uh, for the roster. He might have not signed off on it, but he's the one who he is one that's okay for him to play on the team. Well, it's been a disaster. And then, I, you know, I didn't even talk about the Lakers not making the playoffs. You know what I talked about? I did my rant today on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar ripping LeBron on Sunday and then apologizing on Monday. So it's very apparent that somebody got into LeBron or Kareem's ear and said, you know, apologize. He went on Sirius XM radio and apologizes for his comments saying he didn't mean to criticize LeBron. Yeah, he meant to criticize him because he did criticize him. Don't come back 24 hours later and say you didn't mean to criticize him. Of course you meant to criticize him because you did criticize him. It's a joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know it's it's ridiculous, but hey, I gotta go. I gotta go because we're 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 driving and stuff. But I just okay. want to say hi and thank you. And uh, I hope Tiger finishes in the top ten. That would be great. Thanks, Jeff. Drive safely. Appreciate the Bye. phone call. Bye. All right, see you. All right, if you want to get on the show, just hit your hand icon like Jeff. We'll put you up on stage, uh, and you can do it. You know, as far as the Lakers not making the playoffs. Uh, give me an example in the NBA of a bigger disappointment, a bigger failure than the Lakers. Seriously. Name me a team in recent memory in the NBA that didn't even make the playoffs. I can't think of one. Maybe I'm overlooking it, but with that type of a roster, that type of talent, and you can't even finish in the top 10. I mean, think about that. I knew we, and, and don't be blaming Frank Vogel. All right. I don't want to hear that. Don't be blaming Frank Vogel. That's, uh, I don't want to, don't go there. Don't be blaming the coach. All right. Blame the players. And how, how bad was Russell Westbrook this year? Seriously. Can you believe that as a former MVP of the league, a perennial all-star? That's right. Russell Westbrook. Did that look like Russell Westbrook to you this year? And he's getting upset because the fans are chanting West Brick, West Brick instead of West Brook. Grow up, would you? You're making $40 million a year. You can't handle a little criticism from the fans chanting West Brick. You're worried about what your kids are going to think. Really? You got bigger problems to worry about than what your kids are thinking. Okay. You know, you're getting paid $40 million to play like that. And you're, you know, you're worried because the fans are chanting West Brick. You, you have been nothing but throwing up bricks all year. You know, you're lucky you don't play in Philadelphia. You know, you think the fans would be yelling West Brick in Philadelphia? They might be throwing bricks at you instead of yelling West Brick. Uh, you could be playing in a much worse area than L.A. for the fans. All right, go play in New York. Go play in Philadelphia. All right, go play in some cities where, like, that would be the least of your worries, someone calling you West Brick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's unbelievable what athletes are getting bent out of shape about. You know, Naomi Osaka is upset because someone chants, you suck Naomi from the stands. Really? That throws you off your game? You're supposed to be the number one tennis player in the world, and you're getting thrown off by you suck Naomi? Come on. I mean, really, come on. When I started doing the Kings games, when we used to go to Detroit, they had a fan sitting in the front row. His name was Leon the Barber. Leon the Barber was ruthless. Leon, Leon the Bar, Le- listen, Leon the Barber wouldn't make it through one half of one quarter now with the fan conduct policy. All right. How about when you went to Washington, Robin Fricker, right? You remember the attorney that used to sit behind the visitors bench and he didn't swear. Uh, Leon the Barber threw every name and wor- curse word. But, you know, the, the the Washington fan, Robin Fricker, he didn't swear. He kept it clean. He was an attorney for crying out loud. You think Russell Westbrook would be able to deal with that? He'd be whining, complaining, crying, you know. You w- worry about earning your money. Worry about getting the job done on the court. You're worried about fans chanting Westbrook? That 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 really is enough to irritate you? It's unbelievable to me how sensitive, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant has the nerve, the audacity to tell a fan, you got to just shut the F up and sit down when the fan says, hey, you need, hey, you need to take over the game now, Durant. Hey, Kevin, you just got to take over the game. And Durant says that to the fan. You just got to sit the F down and shut up. Like you're, you're Kevin freaking Durant. You're Kevin Durant, and you're, you're, you're being rattled. You're upset because a fan tells you you need to take over the game. And then I talked about, you know, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, right, with the Blazers, going over and taking a fan's phone and throwing it. I mean, what is wrong with these guys? Do you think that's helping out your league in terms of marketing? That's the way you want to market your league. You want to tell your fans that are sitting courtside that are paying 2000 bucks a seat to just shut the F up and sit down. Like, what is wrong with these guys? Seriously, that's the type of league that you want. And where's the commissioner? You know, I did a rant on this last week. Where is Adam Silver? Come out, make a public comment. Admonish your players. Grow a pair and take control of your league. You're losing control of your league because you cater to your players too much. Have some law and order for crying out loud. All right. Don't just find the players uh, 25 grand, which is, you know, for you and me, you know, a quarter out of our pocket, a dollar out of our pocket. You're, you're, you're finding these guys 25 grand and, and, and that's it. Come out and make a statement. The commissioner needs to come out and address this. He's got a problem on his hands. He really does. He's got a bunch of oversensitive, spoiled players that can't handle any criticism, and they are taking it out on the fans. Now, listen, uh, there are some fans that deserve to be criticized. There are some fans that deserve that, and there are fans that deserve to be kicked out of the ball, out of the uh, uh, arenas. They and they deserve it. All right, there are some fans that deserve to be escorted out and not allowed to be back. Um, I understand that. But there are also a lot of fans that do nothing wrong that are just voicing their opinion like the fan did in Brooklyn. And that's what the fan gets. And again, where's the commissioner? 
How come Adam Silver does not come out and make some type of a statement? Just acknowledge that you're not okay with it. I know privately you're not okay with it. Why are you come out and speak up on it? it it's happening over and over and over again. It, it's just unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. All right, again, we are with you on Listen Up. I'll be back with you uh, tomorrow again, same time, and then we'll do it again on Friday. Next week, I'm going to go back to the regular time of 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. So remember that starting next Monday. Uh, we will be going at a earlier time, again, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock uh, Pacific. You know, it's interesting. I've been trying to do some different times on my show to get an idea of what people like you know everyone has different schedules i post everything on my podcast platform so if you can't listen live you can listen to it uh later on in the day and i've been very happy with the number of people that are listening to this show uh via the platform i know not everyone can listen live you know you're at work you're coming back from school whatever the case may be um you know i get that so i'm really happy that you have found this uh when i put it up and i'll try I try to post it within 30 minutes of the conclusion of the show. Can't do that every time, uh, but I have tried to do that in the past. All right. If you don't want to uh, get in on the program today because I'm in a public area, I'll make this a shorter version of the show. If you do want to come on and talk on this open forum Wednesday, all you got to do is hit your hand icon and I will put you right up on a stage. But again, King's failure of a season. I don't think there's any other way to characterize it. It's a failure of a season. You may win 30 games. The most you can win is 31, 16 home wins, nine among the top 10 in the West. Again, there's no other way to characterize this season, in my opinion, other than a failed season. It's a failed season, plain and simple. It is a failed season. So we'll continue. You know, we'll get some more dialogue on this tomorrow uh, when I'm back in a, a different environment. And then, of course, on Friday. And then don't forget, Monday, we'll be on at uh, 3 o'clock uh, Pacific. All right. So we'll make it a quickie today. You have a good one. Stay safe. And as always, great having you right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody. Have yourself a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Stay safe. Be good. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.